Welcome to the Let's Talk Basic podcast, where girls talk about everything basic. Join us as we sit down with a glass of wine and see where the conversation goes. Kick back, relax, and get ready for the ultimate girls' night in. I'm your host, Joanne. And I'm Vanessa. Hey guys, welcome back to this week's Let's Talk Basic podcast. We are here again. Uh, I'm super excited about this episode. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like it's near and dear to my heart. Not really dear, but very near (laughs) to to what is going on lately. Um, I'm drinking out of my Let's Talk Basic glass today. I didn't show you earlier. Oh, I just <laughs> what was that? It's um, it's like a peach alcoholic. You know those drinks that you get? <laughs> no, 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 a peach non-alcoholic drink. But it's those drinks that you know, like um, at family dinners over like Thanksgiving or Christmas. There's always like some kind of juice that's like it looks like it's in like a champagne bottle, but like oh, those ones. Yeah. yeah. So I like always look forward to those so i specifically went out of my way to go to longos because they're the only ones that have this brand that i like it's the gavioli ones they're so fancy (laughs) they're so yummy so yeah that's what i've been drinking lately i've been really boring but this is soda water from the soda stream and ice I jazzed it up today with a rose gold recyclable, reusable, sorry, straw. Wow. I, I only do this when I feel very fancy, so. Wow. Rose no, gold. No alcohol for me today, but <laughs> um, I thought that it was appropriate since we are talking about all of the, um, what do you call it, like super superstitious or traditions that um, happen before your pregnancy, after your pregnancy, which is obviously extremely appropriate topic since how many weeks are you um, away or how many weeks are you, do we have until you are due? How many weeks until I'm due? I think three weeks until I'm due. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's so scary. I'm sorry, I shouldn't be saying that part. I should be worrying about how you feel. That was really That's exactly how I feel, so that's uh, <laughs> totally fair. <laughs> but yeah. Okay, so what have you heard? Yeah. Um, so I want to dive right into it because I feel like there's so much uh, to go through yeah. um, on this topic. So it was kind of funny because I was um, like for... Uh, I guess kind of like a gender reveal since we we couldn't meet up with COVID and everything. I kind of just um, did a game with my friends where I like found some old wives tales of like what, how to predict your gender. And it's funny because like when I was going through it, like when, before I was pregnant, like I would always kind of look at other people and like, you know, have those ri- like little myths that I'm, oh, you're definitely having a girl or like definitely having a boy because like I see that your stomach is rounder, for example. Right. So things like that. And like, yeah, it was just, it's kind of fun to do. So I thought this episode we could kind of go through them 
and see, I don't know, like if it's true or not. So you shared this one with me and these, these ones have already been circled. We can go through each of them together, but is this what you circled? Yeah. So this is what I did. Like I'm, I'm, I showed on V like kind of, did you not do this test? I probably did. I played the game. Yeah. On Instagram, right? Yeah. So Yeah. yeah. So what I did was I did like, I listed a bunch of old wives tales and like what my answers were to kind of give you guys clues as to like, if I was having a boy or a girl. So like the first one is cravings. And if the, t- the like myth is that if you're craving more salty foods, you're probably having a boy. And if you're craving sweet foods, you're probably having a girl. Mm-hmm. So that one was kind of weird and it's hard to tell because like I feel like when I was in the early stages of my pregnancy I was craving salty foods all the time like I wanted I don't know Korean food was like really (laughs) big on my list and then um yeah like not really like anything sweet it was all like I don't know pizza and like fries (laughs) right yeah but, like, in the second half, like, or, like, third trimester, I've always been craving, like, cupcakes. Wow, cupcakes. Yeah. That's very different. Yeah. Which is weird because I'm not a sweet person at all. So, morning sickness. Did you have it or did you not? I didn't have it. So, t- so that would indicate that you may be having a boy. <laughs> the first Apparently. one, the cravings one, you lean towards girl because because you were craving sweet. The second one, you're, you have no morning sickness, which is awesome, which is a boy. So now we're 50-50. <laughs> yeah. Then uh, apparently, like, which side you sleep on is, like, another way to tell. Like, if you sleep on your left side it's more likely a boy, and if you sleep on your right side, it's more likely a girl. Which, like, this one was kind of weird, because I don't know. Like, I'm, uh, I don't know. I think I'm, like, a back sleeper. <laughs> Even when you're pregnant? Like, does that hurt when you're sleeping? So, <laughs> apparently, you're not supposed to sleep on your back, because there's, like, a nerve or something that, like, mm-hmm. feeds the baby. And if you sleep on your back, um, it will cut off, like, circulation, I guess, to them. (laughs) And, like, ideally, you should be sleeping on your left side because um, if you – I think it's, like, something to do with, like, how your body digests. So, like, it'll digest better if you're on your left side. Something like that. Anyways, um, I've still been sleeping on my back. I figured if I don't wake up in the middle of the night, <laughs> um, then it's fine. And I've, I've still been doing it. <laughs> well, you are not having a girl or a boy. Yeah. Next one. <laughs> <laughs> and then foot size. Oh, I didn't know that this was a thing. Yeah. So another one is if your foot size increases, uh, they say you're having a boy. But if it stays the same, you're having a girl. 
yours stayed the same. That's shocking to me. Not that I've seen your, (laughs) (laughs) like, I haven't seen you, but like a lot of pregnant people, usually when they are pregnant, likely goes, they go up a size because they're swollen, right? Yeah. Like they're on the feet, they're swollen, but you manage to stay the same. So far anyways, like, yeah, I haven't had anything, you know how people are like, oh, they have like swollen ankles and stuff like that. Yeah. I feel like I haven't had that at all. And, but (laughs) I feel like it's also partially because we're working from home and like I have my feet up all the time. (laughs) That's exactly what I was thinking. Like you probably haven't actually put on a pair of like work shoes on or like booties or anything like that. Yeah. Um, since we have been working from home and it's probably your Uggs slippers. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's true. So, and like, okay, so my that boots, one we don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to tell that one. And I always thought that like the foot sizes was just like, I assume that it was girl too. Like if you're having a girl, your foot size would increase because I feel like based on just like hearing from friends, like who say like their foot sizing, foot size increased, they all had girls. So I feel, I'm, I'm kind of surprised about that one. That's a, yeah, inconclusive. <laughs> Next one is headaches. Did you have them? Yes. I had a lot oh. of headaches. Oh, no. I know. So I had them in first trimester and third trimester, like, all the time. Um, And, yeah, like, they say if you have more headaches, you're likely having a boy. If you don't, then it's probably a girl. Uh, the next one I find extremely interesting. It says emotion. So if you're having a boy, you're generally more chill. And then if you're having a girl, you're moody. Um, which one do you think you were? <laughs> or do, should we ask Tyler? <laughs> yeah. I think he would say I was chill. Um, I don't think like until <laughs> I was chill until I got to third trimester. <laughs> And then the hormones kicked in, (laughs) and I freaked out, (laughs) and I cried. (laughs) (laughs) I want to say you've circled chill here, but I feel like if I asked Ty, like maybe in the middle, (laughs) (laughs) chilly, chill, moody. (laughs) Yeah, depends on the day. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Um, this next one, carrying a baby. I, you know what? Because I haven't seen you in person, I really haven't noticed. I, I wish I knew what your belly looks like. Have you like? Have you used this on other people though? I have. So like, um, the the yeah. myth about like how you carry the baby is, if you carry them lower, it's a boy, and if they're like higher. It's a girl. And I think it's also, like, if it's lower, they're usually, like, I don't know, more pear-shaped. Whereas if it's a, a girl, it'll be higher and bigger, like, rounder, I feel like. And I've used that, like, a lot with other people for, like, gender reveals and things. Yeah. I've actually always thought the complete opposite. Really? I'm not, yeah, seriously. So it says carrying a baby low, according to this one, 
says that you'd be having a boy and carrying a baby high would be a girl. I've always thought that carrying a baby low was a girl because when I, you know, saw my mom and obviously my, I have a sister, she was very like low and like her, it's almost like it was drooping. (laughs) Um, Where I've, I've seen, um, other like colleagues of mine that are carrying, um, boys, they're usually actually, they actually look better because their stomach is less droopy, um, and are a bit higher. So I've always thought the opposite. Um, so once again, we, we don't know about that one. Yeah. (laughs) That like, for me, I've always like seen like my friends who had girls would always be very like, big up at the top and like very round like a very like beautiful pregnant <laughs> I mean they're all beautiful and pregnant but that's I don't know so yeah inconclusive clearly um I feel like I'm carrying low so I feel like <laughs> I feel like I'm having a boy <laughs> okay here's another one temperature runs hot or cold so if you're having your temperature more like if you feel like you're cooler all the time or like you're running cold you're having a boy and if you're warm all the time you're having a girl and where are you i feel i don't it's hard to tell like i circled cold at the time i was doing it i was i don't know it's probably cold <laughs> the ac was probably <laughs> on and now i feel like i'm running hot but the heat is on so <laughs> that one we don't know. Chinese <laughs> <laughs> um, calendar predictions. So this one I had heard from a friend, and she said, "Have you done like your lunar calendar prediction?" I was like, "No," but it's basically looking at your the month that you're born in, according to like your lunar year, like the, according to the lunar calendar. And, like, the month that you conceived in. So, like, when you go to the doctor, they'll tell you, like, when you conceived. And that kind of dictates, like, how many weeks along you are. And she was like, yeah, like, it was so true for us. And I've heard, like, from other people, like, it was very accurate predictions. Uh, But, yeah, it wasn't right for me. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) The, the Chinese calendar predicted that you were going to have a boy, but your results came back on your ultrasound, I'm guessing, that it was a girl. Yes. Okay. So who knows? You know what? The Chinese calendar could still be right. It could still be. Because technically, <laughs> yeah. my ultrasound came back and said, likely female. So, <laughs> so who knows? It's still up in the air, I feel like. Have you bought any gender neutral colors? <laughs> like, we're all done this list, and a lot of these that we've talked about are like mm, question mark. <laughs> yeah. So here's another one um, that is like a kind of like a Chinese one, but when I was with my family over the summer, my aunt was like, "You're definitely having a boy." I can tell. And she was so sure. And she's one of those, like, Chinese aunts that, like, you know, get really up in your business. <laughs> like, like I, I love that one of those. She's, like, the one that I brought an ex-boyfriend to. And, and she, like, looked at him and was like, 
Wow, you have a lot of pimples. <laughs> oh, that's so mean. Yeah. That poor guy. <laughs> like, she's so wow. well-intentioned, and, I, like, I love her so much, because it's so funny. Um, oh, but she's Not she, for the guy, not for your ex. Oh, it's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, she's, like, one of those people. But she was like, you know, I can tell you're having a boy, because your nose is getting really big. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's like, oh, well, thank you. <laughs> That's so mean. Does your aunt have children of her own? Yeah, she has two daughters. Great. So. <laughs> and like, also to be fair, she, um, she was like a model growing up. So she's like very beautiful and she's still very beautiful now, but she, she was probably like very sold on this idea that like, if your nose gets bigger, you're having a boy. And if it doesn't, you're having a girl because her nose probably did not get bigger. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. Moving on to the next one. We have the ring test. Yeah. What's, what is that, Joe? So we talked about that one before when we tried to do it before we were either, uh, either of us were pregnant. But basically the ring test is you take your ring or a ring, you put on a strand of hair, you trace your, uh, hand with it, with the, like the ring on the string of hair. And if it circles around your hand, it means you're having a boy. And if it rocks back and forth, it means you're having a girl. So I'm going to do that. (laughs) (laughs) We did it in the past and it predicted that I was going to have a boy. And it predicted that I was not going to have children. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. And if it stays still, it means you're not having children and you can do it multiple times to see like how many children you'll have. Because for me, the first time I did it, it was like, swung around in circles the second time I did it it rocked back and forth and then the third time I did it it stopped which you're gonna have two first is gonna be boy second is gonna be girl yeah okay well I hope you know if you want children I hope you don't get a result like mine because now you know Joanne's already been been asking me like let's do the ring test again and I'm like nervous (laughs) to do it and my only thing that I told her I'm like hey you know what I don't think the first one was true because I was using Joanne's engagement ring instead of my own true so I was like that could be you know you know if we're gonna believe in all these myths and and tales maybe you know if I did it with my own engagement ring this time that the results would be a bit different so um I I'm going to do it. I think I have to get over this fear. <laughs> yes. We should do it. Let's do it after this because I'm curious now too. <laughs> okay. okay. So I don't know. Have you heard of any other ones that like ha- like ways to predict if you're having a boy or girl? I think the ring one was probably the most interesting. Um, and then – but no, I – Unlike you, I haven't really looked into this stuff yet. <laughs> but you, like, when other people are getting pregnant, I feel like you you hear about these. Actually, there was... Oh, sorry, go. 
No, I feel like just in the last couple of months since we have been in COVID, um, there's been a surge <laughs> of my friends that just all of a sudden message us on, on WhatsApp, you know, giving, like, giving us their update or like just simply taking a photo of like their ultrasound and letting me know that they're pregnant. I was literally just telling Joanne this uh, before uh, we started the podcast tonight that I could, I cannot keep up with how many couples are now pregnant in my friend group. So I feel like all of this happened at once. Um, you know, um, a year ago we were, we we're all out drinking. Yeah. <laughs> this is all new to me. Um, so I, I, I haven't really looked into too many of them. Um, I, I think the, the, the most traditional ones that we've talked about is like the sweet or, or the sour. So not necessarily like sweet or salty, like sweet and sour, depending on what you like, what flavors you're craving. Those type of things. What's like sour? Is sour boy? Um, yeah, sour should be a boy. Cause uh, like if you, not only in, I think, Chinese culture, but even if you watch, you know, Western shows, people that are pregnant crave pickles. So there's like all these different little cravings that people have. And I think uh, generally speaking, if you crave like sour things, um, it is a boy. So like little things like that. But um, I feel like the list that we just went through today, um, there's a lot of good ones. There was but one. Um, two more left though. Sorry, go on. There was one. um that my friend told me when I was going to get my ultrasound, like one of my first ones, they were like, ask about the heart rate. Because apparently if it's fast, it's a girl. And if it's like a slower heart rate, it's like a boy. And <laughs> so I asked, like when I went into my appointment, I asked my ultrasound te- tech, I was like, oh, like, um, she was like, oh, like this is the heartbeat. And she like pointed it out. And then she was like, um, or I was like, oh, what's the heart rate? And she's like, that's like rubbish. <laughs> that's, that was a response. She's like, there's no way to predict the gender by the heart rate. <laughs> I was like, okay, never mind. <laughs> that's actually so funny because they probably get so many of these questions and, you know, predictions. And people just like us going through the list, um, thinking that they they might have a girl or a boy, and she probably he or she probably thinks, yeah, crazy, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what if I just wanted to know because I wanted to like tell if they're healthier? <laughs> but, like, I was just like, okay, I'm in a vulnerable <laughs> position. <laughs> Never mind. Sorry for asking. Sorry about that question. Yeah. Um, all right. We can move on. I think the next one uh, we wanted to talk about was like things that people tell you that you can't or cannot, that you can or cannot do, or you should or should not do when uh, you're pregnant. So the one that has hit me the hardest is my grandmother, <laughs> who I love so very much. Uh, told me I can't eat bananas. What? <laughs> because that is bizarre. it will cause a miscarriage. 
Yeah. Wait, so you can't eat bananas like, while you're pregnant, or you can't even eat it? Like, you can't eat it, it while you're pregnant because it so you pass. haven't had a banana in nine months. I haven't had. So I made her a promise at the beginning of my pregnancy, being like, okay, I'm not going to have a banana. But I have been craving bananas so much in the past, like, two months. Like, I've, I've literally told Tyler, like, on multiple occasions, like, I can't wait to eat a banana. <laughs> it's, like, the weirdest, oh weirdest thing <laughs> that I've been craving. But, yeah, that's one. Apparently, in Chinese cultures, bananas are very bad. <laughs> I've never heard about that one. That's new. Yeah. Um, another one is you can't eat lamb. So I don't know if this is for like all kind of gamey meats, um, like goat or deer. Deer. But definitely you can't eat lamb. Uh, again, this was informed to me by my grandmother. <laughs> And the reason for that is, and like, this is my loose translation because my Chinese isn't very good, but I think she said it will make the baby crazy. <laughs> and then she gave an example of somebody that she knew who had I guess the baby turned out crazy. How old is this quote-unquote baby now? I have no idea. I have no idea who this friend is. <laughs> I'm putting that in quotes. <laughs> she just threw out, like, a name, like, a, I don't know, Solan or something. I was like... Who the heck is that? But okay. <laughs> it sounds legit. <laughs> so... Oh my gosh. <laughs> Your family is savage. <laughs> oh man. Um, another one is renovations. Have you heard about that, that one? one? Okay. This so. one I feel like is probably the most common. Um, that you're not supposed to go through renovations in your own house and you're you're not encouraged to go to other people's houses or homes that are also going under condition. Anything that has, don't, they don't even want you to be around nails or a hammer. Like don't go past a construction site. Um, don't go past yeah. the construction site. Yeah. Just don't, just don't be around construction. Um, and especially not in your own home. Um, one of my friends that is also pregnant um, told me that her parents told her that she could not be around her husband when she was when he's setting up the crib. Like she had to be outside of the house. Oh my gosh! The nailing and hammering would like disturb the baby and its growth, and it could make the ba- baby very angry. Um and cause a possible miscarriage. Oh, is that what these are? True facts from grandma. (laughs) (laughs) Damn grandmas with all the knowledge. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. this is, 
this is what I heard. Um, because we were thinking of doing renovations to our, <laughs> to our home. And then I had never heard of this like old wives tale before. But my mom called me and she's like, I've decided that you will have to move home during the process of the renovations. And I was like, um, no, <laughs> why? <laughs> and she's like, because it's going to harm the baby. And I was like, well, <laughs> what do you mean? And she's like, you know, like your grandma on like my, my other grandma on my dad's side, she, um, she always had this one regret because there was one day when she was pregnant that she, um, was putting a picture up on the wall. <laughs> so <laughs> I guess she like hammered in the nail <laughs> and her son. So my uncle came out with kind of like a cleft lip or like some, like a, I don't know, lip injury <laughs> or something. And she's like, it was because she hung up that picture on the wall. <laughs> You know it sounds ridiculous, but I don't know why. Like a part of me thinks that she could be right. I don't know. <laughs> Vanessa, <laughs> I don't know. Okay, but you know, we talked about a list of very ridiculous, you know, things. But I don't know. It's this one really sticks with me. Um, there are two of them that really stick with me. The renovation one and being around hammers and nails really stick with me. The other one is uh, letting people know that you're pregnant before you pass the three months of pregnancy. Mm. That one um, is like a strict no um, in Chinese culture. And I remember the day that you came over, this is during the summertime, we're outside um, and you like, told us and I was like I almost dropped like I almost dropped myself to the ground like oh my gosh she's telling me how do I unhear this like um and the I think the tale behind that one is that um if your baby is quote-unquote like not past the three-month mark they're technically not stable which is probably true because it's still in their they're still in their first trimester correct yeah yeah and the tale behind that one is that they, in Chinese, they're called like suhei. So, um, how do you say that in English? Uh, like little patients? Like, yeah, like petty or like, uh, very easily angered or triggered and stuff like that. So if you revealed to the world before they are ready to, to be revealed, I guess, um, they'll kind of have resentment and be like, you know what? I'm not going to be born. And then that's when you have miscarriage. So I've heard of, you know, things like that. And um, I've never heard of that. So I knew like, you're not supposed to, or like a lot of people don't tell within like the first three months because it is like, unsteady and like the chances of a miscarriage is higher but I had never heard about the like the Chinese myth behind why that is I thought it was just because like you know people it's awkward to like announce it and get people excited and then like Mm -hmm. and then have a miscarriage and then you know have it be terrible 
Yeah. But and then I also think that um, so that's you know for the the parents to be to to kind of um, leave that to them to, to decide when they're they're they want to announce their pregnancy. But as you know, friends and family, we're also not supposed to ask. So mm. it's actually rude, and um, it could cause the baby harm if. I went up to you first and asked you if you were pregnant or when you're planning to get pregnant or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's so surprising because I feel like Asian people like in the culture, it's like, they're always asking what are you pregnant or when are you going to get pregnant? Apparently you shouldn't ask. No, you shouldn't in general. Yeah. I think especially when you know that the couple is trying, that's when it's like sensitive. So you shouldn't ask if you kind of know that the couple is trying, then you should leave it up to, you know, them to tell you because it'll put them in an awkward situation and maybe possibly make their unborn baby resent you. (laughs) (laughs) It's a whole thing. Wow, I've never heard that one before. I must have, like, shook my parents' world when I told them, like, why are you telling me? Yeah. I, I, I heard about when you came and told me, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. like, Because I was only, like, know, what, two months weeks? Along, right? yeah. And you were like, weeks? I'm like, ah! <laughs> like, you, like, shattered me inside. Like, obviously, I was extremely excited. And then, actually, right after you left, Kenny and I looked at each other like, was she supposed to tell her? <laughs> like, did we make it? Like, I felt really bad because I feel like I made it uncomfortable because I had alcohol ready for you and maybe I forced you to tell me. So I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm a terrible person. This baby's going to resent me. You know, I forced him to tell me. Like, all of these things ran through my head. Um, so, Yeah. <laughs> That's so interesting. <laughs> um, well, my baby did not resent me. <laughs> I touched a lot of wood that day. <laughs> or at least not in the first three months. So yeah. we got through that part. But she did resent me when I called her lazy during an ultrasound and she punched me. Like I saw her punch me. So <laughs> that was uh, cool. All right, moving on. Um, another one that is really popular, I guess, I'm, another one that I'm learning a lot about right now is um, what happens postpartum. So, oh, man. You think, <laughs> you think it's hard right now, Joanne? Just wait until the baby comes out. Yeah. I've read an entire list of articles on articles about postpartum in the crazy Chinese tradition. that you have to follow I mean like let me like is your grandma and mom telling you that you have to do certain things yes I really really be I'm very interested in this part so there's like something called chou am I saying that right uh which pretty much means like sitting month right yeah so like you may have heard in Chinese cultures they uh require you to like go into confinement pretty much after you give birth. So, 
what that entails is like the 30 days after you give birth, you have to go through like a number of like rituals and like things that you have to eat and things you can and cannot do um, to like help your body recuperate. So like the first one that I heard about was like the things you have to eat. So my mom was like, okay, um, I'm going to hire somebody to like cook you the meals because I don't know how to cook them. <laughs> um, but it's pretty much like very ginger heavy. So like the classic thing that you have to eat is like ginger with pork knuckles and hard boiled egg. Yes. So. I think it's called gong chou in Chinese. Right. Oh, yes. It has vinegar in it, too. Yeah. And it, it like, does not look very appealing <laughs> at all. It's, like, black. Everything in it is, like, black. It's, like, there's an egg in there and, like, you know, like, uh, you know when you go to, like, dim sum and people talk about chicken feet? I feel mm-hmm. like pork knuckles kind of look like chicken feet. Like, they're kind of rubbery looking and, like, they look like a knuckle. <laughs> yeah. And everything is just dark. So imagine, like, dark, dark vinegar. Um, and all of it is, is, is that color. Yeah. And if I'm not, um, remind me if it, like, this is how they do it. They actually prepare it months in advance. Yeah. So your 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 parents, your grandma, whoever is going to be your confinement nanny, because that's a thing. Yeah. Um, they prepare this um, months in advance before you have the child. They usually put it in a clay pot, um, and they just let it like soak and marinate into in this gingery vinegar sauce, and then um, right after you give birth. You're supposed to eat that crap. <laughs> yeah, for a month. <laughs> for a month, yeah. Yeah. But and you're also um, supposed to offer it to other people that come to your house and see your baby. Right. So it's like a tradition. Yes. So I have to admit, I don't hate it. Like I do like the um, ginger vinegar thing. What is it called again? Gong cho. Gong cho. Yeah. Okay. So I actually like it, um, but. Not, like, I feel like you have to eat it in, like, small dosages. Like, you have a little bit of, like, the sauce with, like, some rice or something and, like, one egg and, like, maybe a little bit of the meat. And then it's good. Like, I can't imagine eating that for a month straight. But, yeah, you make this stuff in bulk. And my grandma has already been (laughs) making it. She's like, oh, yeah. (laughs) She's like, yeah, it's all ready. I'm like, man, it's like two months in advance. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, like I, I don't really know how the, the stuff gets, I don't know, kept well. <laughs> okay, so I have a story uh, to tell you, similar to the one that you just told. Um, I actually saw the entire process because. Uh, my sister and I are 12 years apart. So when yeah. she was born, I, you know, I was a teenager. I was like 12 or 11 and I knew exactly what was happening. Um, they didn't have a confinement nanny. They just flew my, um, grandparents from Hong Kong <laughs> to come to Toronto, uh, three months in advance oh, to prepare man. this confinement <laughs> diet that yeah. we just talked about. And I kid you not, 
um, they said that you were asking about like preservation and how they keep this stuff, you know, um, I don't know, clean, good, and you know, healthy. Um, but apparently, this stuff is like wine. Um, ah. The longer you keep it and preserve it, the better it's supposed to taste, and the more health benefits it has. Um, and um, we actually still have a pot in our face. What? <laughs> we kept it. So my my grandparents made so like many like uh, uh, they had so many of these clay pots, and I. I wish I had a photo. I'm going to tell my sister to take it, go down to the basement and take it because that's where they keep it. It's in the cold room. And it's in this huge clay pot. And I remember seeing it. And I asked my mom, I'm like, why don't we throw that away? And then my mom's like, no, this is for you when you. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm like, that's disgusting. How do I break it or get rid of it? Because this is. I can't, I can't do that. It's like, I think my sister is like 20 this year. Oh it's been in the basement for 20 years. Um, yeah, but it's still in that same play pot. I, honestly, like it's ingrained in my brain because I've seen it so many times. Every time I go down to the basement, it's like stored with like where we keep our Christmas tree. It's so wrong, but apparently, that's what they do. I need you to get pregnant immediately just so I can hear about you eating this. <laughs> That's amazing. I can't believe they kept it and I can't believe it stores. I don't know if you're supposed to. I like <laughs> That's I don't know, man. I don't even think you should keep like alcohol that long. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that, that's a thing. Amazing. Um, okay. Hard to top that one. Um, yeah, like, I don't know. There's, like, other things you're supposed to eat, but, like, I don't... The other ones don't sound as bad. Like, it's... I don't know. Like, soups. Are there things that you need to avoid, though? Like, so we've talked about, like, food that you, you know, would traditionally eat. Oh, actually. What what about things that you're not allowed to eat or you should avoid? So, this one's another one that's new to me. I'm not supposed to drink water for the month. Like, I've heard this from both my mom and my grandma now. And they're like, you can't have water. And I was like, what do you mean? And they're like, you have to boil, like, barley uh, and drink, like, the barley, like, tea pretty much uh, instead of water, which is, <laughs> I don't know how that one's going to fly. Like, Tyler's already like, I'm going to sneak you water. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, in his culture, that's called torture. Knock me the person water. <laughs> I mean, like, you're still drinking, but it just has to be, like, it can't be straight water. It has to be, I don't know, filtered with tea or soup, in a soup form or with some I kind of nutrition. I can imagine that. Um, I can imagine them saying that you're not allowed to have, like, tap water or cold water. Because, you know, Chinese people, usually if they go to their your ho- their household, they have room temperature water which is really gross um which but is not even boiled. boiled water oh wow. i know never 
So never that one's that a new one. one for me too. Like I had never heard that before. Like I get, mm-hmm. I get the water thing just because of the, like what we had talked about in previous episodes about like tap water and things like that. But yeah, you can't, can't drink straight water. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what is the next one? So we talked about like the diet, what not to eat. Um, another thing, obviously, that uh, we we've heard of in the Chinese culture is that you're not actually supposed to go outside for that entire month. No, um, you're like you're confined, and you should be in bed for the yeah. entire month. Like, you don't are go up and down for the entire month. Don't even think about going outside because you're going to catch a cold. Yeah. Um, and this is why they have something called the confinement nanny. Yeah. Um, so what is your post birth plan? Do you like, will you have, you know, someone taking care of you? Obviously Ty is going to be there, but he doesn't know how to make, you know, yeah. the barley water or, or any of the traditional stuff that we just talked about. So what's your post birth plan and is your mom going to come? What's going to happen? Um, so yeah, like my, I think traditionally, uh, they would have wanted me to have like a confinement lady. So somebody super specialized in like what you have to do, uh, I guess for like the 30 days and they stay with you. And like, there's a lot of benefits to it because it's pretty much like a nanny, like they take care of you and they take care of your baby. So you don't have to like do the diaper changes or like the washes, like they'll, they'll come and wash you and they'll come and wash the baby and like anything else and cook for you and everything. So on that front, it sounds amazing. Uh, they, my mom was looking into it, but apparently like they're really hard to get because they book up like way in advance. And, um, there was also like the aspect of COVID and how would that work? So, Mm -hmm. uh, instead our birth plan, or I guess our pre postnatal plan is that my mom will come over like during the days to help like do whatever, but we're also getting like a month of Chinese food delivery and it's like specially, yeah, it's like specially prepared meals according to like the things that you're supposed to eat in like Chinese cultures, like a lot of soups and like herbs and I don't know, whatever else. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's like six meals a day and (laughs) yeah. They look pretty big. Like I saw a picture of it and it's like, it's almost like those bento boxes that you would get at like, I don't know, a Japanese restaurant. Hey, six of them a day. (laughs) I will take a picture and let you know once I get it. But yeah, so that's the plan. I don't know. But there's okay. As we're talking about all of this, does Tyler find it really weird that you have to do all of this stuff? So, like, I'm I'm Chinese, and and, you know we are, and we've heard about a little bit of this, you know, culture. But for a guy who's probably never been exposed to something like this and, you know, coming into it with all of these traditions and all of these worlds, is he like, what the heck is happening? Okay. So 
everything that we've talked about so far about this confinement process has not even been that bad. <laughs> this is the part. This is probably like the pinnacle that he just cannot wrap his head around. <laughs> I know what's coming. And it's but you say it. You are not allowed to shower for thirty days. Disgusting. You, yeah. <laughs> so he, when I first told him that, I'm like, you know, like in the Chinese culture, you're not allowed to shower for like thirty days. He's like, no. <laughs> Like, you are going to shower. <laughs> we share a bed, you're going to shower. Uh, so, yeah, like, I, my, my, again, my dear grandma, she told me, like, so you, you can't put your head or, like, your body in water because, like, you're going to lose heat. And that that's, like, the big thing of, like, the confinement period. I'm like, well, what the heck am I supposed to do instead? And they're like, this is what you have to do. You have to boil ginger peels and like wait for it to cool down and then sponge bathe your body with, with this ginger peel water. And like maybe once in a while you can like use the water to like pour over your head <laughs> to like wash your head. <laughs> But yeah, like, it's mainly like, usually this is what your confinement lady would do. Like, they would give you, like, a sponge bath in your bed um, to, like, clean yourself with ginger water. So, like, I have a tub of ginger peel, like, dried ginger peels. Oh, my goodness. That, uh, yeah, that my <laughs> grandma has given me. And I feel so bad because she's, like, she's peeled all these gin like it's a huge tub so i can't even imagine how many ginger roots she's had to peel and wash and dry <laughs> so um i told tyler i'm gonna try it to the best of my ability i will probably just bathe in ginger water instead of <laughs> sponge bath myself and then <laughs> i will probably take a shower after i do this bath <laughs> But I will try my best to use it. That is my compromise. <laughs> yeah, that one's that one's tough. It's like a personal hygiene issue. Yeah, and I've also my mom um, also tried to the best of her ability <laughs> to follow this because my grandma was living with her. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, she's not everything. Yeah. Um, I think the challenge uh, for my mom was that she actually had a C-section with my sister. So she, like, it's like, there's blood. <laughs> yeah. Can I, can I really not wash that <laughs> and just let it solidify for 30 days? Yeah. <laughs> really terrible. Um, so I think she also tried. I think in, she probably didn't shower for the first week. Um, and then afterwards, I'm pretty sure he did and just told me to like shut my mouth and not say anything to grandma. Yeah. Um, but that one's really hard. That one like, is Unless hard. you have someone that's coming to, you know, clean you with a cloth and your birth was like, you know, pretty seamless and no C-section and stuff like that. I feel like that one, you know, would be tough and 
you know, if you don't wash yourself, wouldn't it lead to more infections? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think uh, I've heard, like, I know of people who have actually done the 30 days uh, without showering. So it's doable. They said they felt disgusting. But, like, at the same time, I guess nobody's seeing them. So who cares? Mm -hmm. Um, They did, I think, part of the reason why uh, you're not supposed to shower as well is because you can catch a cold very easily. And, like, it... So if you catch a cold or, like, you get a fever or something, like, it's very hard for your body to recuperate after that. So that is also part of the reason why you're not supposed to shower. And, like, I've heard people who, like, showered and caught a cold. So, like, they're like, oh, crap, I shouldn't have done it. Or, like, (laughs) then their family's like, oh, because it's because you showered or whatever. So I don't know. (laughs) We'll see. I say even if you do, I just just tell them you didn't. Yeah, no, for sure. I'm not going to tell them. Are you crazy? <laughs> um, I, I, uh, another aspect to this is like, I keep telling, like, anytime they say anything crazy that I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to do this. I just tell them like, well, you know, Tyler's family's not going to understand. So <laughs> that's my excuse. I'm like, I can't not shower and have like my in-laws come over and see the baby and just like hey you know why in your defense you can also say that look the the baby is half white (laughs) (laughs) i can i can i can do half of these things (laughs) so yeah like i i don't know there's like a few other things like think random things like you have to press on your stomach to get yourself to like bleed (laughs) (laughs) it sounds crazy yeah something like you have to eat some herbs Are you kidding me? That sounds terrible. That's not right. (laughs) No, no, no. no. I think it is. Like, um, there is science. Stomach until you bleed? There is a little bit of science to it in that, like, uh, after you give birth, you, like, you're still experiencing contractions to, like, get all the, like, inner stuff out. So you'll still, like, bleed that stuff out. Okay, I get that. But you're not, are you supposed to push your stomach? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so bad. So that's the part I'm not sure about. But the part that I did understand from my grandma was among the herbs that you have to drink, there's also some brandy in it. And I was like, well, that part doesn't sound too bad. So. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm not sure how that one's going to go. I did ask that question in a prenatal, like a prenatal class that I went to where. I was like, um, is it safe to press your own stomach? (laughs) And they were like, uh, in some cultures, they tell you to do that. You probably don't have to do it. Um, just let your body naturally contract is what they said. And I was like, that's fair enough. Yeah. So that's where like an adult diaper do you give birth for all that stuff to come out or like what have you gone to that part yet uh yeah so I've heard that it's really helpful to have like adult diapers after because you'll just have like a lot of bleeding and like yeah like just I don't know all your guts are coming out so I do I have like a um like a pretty big box I think it's like 50 diapers or something and I was like when I got it, I was like, um, okay, 
should I message my other pregnant friends to be like, you guys want to share this box? Because, like, there's no way I'm going to need it. But upon talking to other moms, apparently you need the whole box. So. Oh, my gosh. This sounds so painful. I, I will let you guys know. I'm oh, so my scared. gosh. Like, I'm so happy that you're going through this first. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell me because I, I'm so not ready for this. I'm so <laughs> not ready for this either. Trust me. This all sounds so crazy to me. But, uh, yeah. I hope, I don't know if you guys were ever thinking about um, <laughs> getting pregnant. Here's the other side of things that maybe people don't always talk about. <laughs> I'm sure, you know, at the end of it, that, you know, it's it's all worth it when your baby comes out and you get to see them. And I, I think all of this will be very worth it. Um. But I guess you'll let us know in a couple weeks. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's crazy. Well, hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, hope you <laughs> learned something. And uh, I don't know, just keep me in your thoughts and prayers <laughs> as I'm about to <laughs> go through this for for research. <laughs> Report back. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Let's Talk Basic podcast. For more exclusive content, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Let's Talk Basic.